Welcome to the Moon Manifesting Podcast with Kyra Howarth. Hi, I'm Kyra, business astrologer, moon manifesting mama, author, teacher, and mentor. I teach you how to harness the energy of the moon, stars, and cosmos so you can manifest your dreams and discover a deeper purpose to your life. Hey there, welcome to the Moon Manifesting Podcast. It's Kyra here today, and I'm going to be sharing with you exactly how you can align your yoga practice with the moon cycle and why you should. So maybe, uh, yeah, you've been looking for some inspiration with your yoga practice or, uh, you know, maybe you just feel like you need to move your body a bit more or maybe you want to reconnect with your spiritual practice. Uh, This episode, I hope, will inspire you. So before I dive in to, uh, you know, some asanas and all that sort of thing uh, for each of the moon phases, I would love to tell you something super exciting. This came as a bit of a surprise for me too. Um, I'm opening up my signature program, Flow with the Moon, for enrollments. So Flow with the Moon is a lunar cycle aligned yoga and meditation program. When I originally ran this, I ran this uh, multiple times uh, since about 2020 uh, or maybe even 2019, no, 2020. Uh, anyway, I run it for <laughs> a while now, uh, but I had it just as a four week program and it was like, okay, that's it. Um, you know, people could come back and revisit the courses, uh, the yoga flows and all that sort of thing, but it was just kind of like a four week program. Uh, but anyway, as I was, you know, doing my yoga and doing, uh, you know, my, my life and stuff, I received this download about how I could turn Flow with the Moon into an ongoing membership where I'm going to be showing up and providing new flows for you, but you also get access to my existing library of lunar aligned yoga and meditations. So if you do want to reconnect with your yoga practice and align your yoga and meditation to the moon cycle, then flow with the moon is for you. You'll find all the details in the show notes below. I'm really excited uh, to be reopening this amazing program for enrollments because it's really, it really made a difference. Uh, when I first started out with this program, um, it, it was just, it was so amazing. And you'll see when you do join like some of my older videos, <laughs> um, it's yeah, it, it, it inspires me today. Like I often will go back and watch some of those videos and it'll just be like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm much better at yoga these days. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's just so much, uh, lunar wisdom within it, that yoga and meditation. So I hope it inspires you with your practice too. So anyways, on to how to align your yoga practice with the moon cycle. That's what we're talking about today. So first up, why? Why would you even want to do this? So there's really one basic answer to this, and that is that the moon cycle rules our energy levels, right? You'll notice that often when it's the full moon, you'll feel really high vibe and lots of energy, whereas when it's the new moon, you'll often feel a bit more... Uh, slower, like you'll be wanting more stillness in your life rather than like that high paced, fast flowing yoga type uh, flows. So 
really that's what it comes down to it's about flowing with that cycle there's going to be times in the cycle when it's best to do slower flows and that sort of thing and then there's times in the cycle when you're more active and there might be other things to focus on during other times other lunar phases or other times of the moon cycle uh, so that is really why it's about working in flow with the cosmic energy and uh, you know you're moving uh, your body in alignment with that energy as well as kind of reconnecting uh, your own energy and your spiritual practice with the lunar cycle as well. So that's, uh, yeah, really why this is important, why, why you should be aligning your yoga practice with the moon cycle. So I'm going to go through the moon phases and how to align your uh, yoga practice with the moon. So the moon cycle starts on the new moon, right? And so if you've been listening to the Moon Manifesting podcast or you're familiar with working with the moon, then you already know that the new moon is the best time for setting intentions. So in uh, yoga, you can set what's called a sankalpa. And so a sankalpa is basically setting an intention. So you may like to set an intention, a sankalpa, for your practice for the day. You might like to set a sankalpa for the moon cycle ahead, whatever it might be. So this can be, uh, you know, as you're starting your yoga practice, you might be standing there with your hands to your heart and you might, you know, just set a sankalpa for your practice or for the moon cycle, for whatever it is that you want to bring into your life, whatever it is that you want to manifest. So other things that you can do during the new moon is focus on meditation. This is really the best time of the moon cycle to, uh, you know, maybe not really go too deep into actually the asanas, the poses in yoga. Maybe you might like to just sit there on your mat and literally meditate for 30 minutes. And I know that that sounds boring. Um, it's probably one way to explain it. Um, but it really is, it's, it, it can be challenging. I remember when I was doing my yoga teacher training a few years ago and, uh, you know, we were instructed, like, sit on your yoga mat and meditate for half an hour. And it wasn't a guided meditation. It was like, you know, a, a you know, just still in your mind, just a, <laughs> just a meditation where you just had to be quiet. And it was harder than what I thought it would be. So that is really the perfect thing to be doing during the new moon because it will really help you find that stillness. It will really help you quiet that mental chatter. It will bring stillness into your body, your mind, your soul. Uh, so yeah, that is really the best thing to be doing at the new moon. Uh, so you can either do a seated meditation. You may like to lie down in Shavasana. Completely up to you, however you choose to meditate. Um, but yeah, that's my tip for the new moon. When the moon begins to go into the waxing crescent phase, we're starting to warm up. So this is the best time of the moon cycle to, you know, yeah, start to warm up with your yoga flow. You may focus on doing pranayama, breath work, uh, before actually moving into the asanas. Uh, so, you know, you might like to do some Nadi Shadana, which is the alternate nostril breathing technique. Um, or you might like to try other pranayama practices, like, uh, you know, just practicing on taking deep, even breaths. Like you may breathe in for a count of four and then exhale for the count of four or things like that. 
So focusing on the breath. You may like to move into doing uh, some standing asanas or balance asanas, just slowly warming up your practice, not really going into fast moving like vinyasa flows yet. So as we do move on to the next moon phase, that's the first quarter moon, it is when we do start to add a bit more heat into our yoga practice. So now you might like to move into vinyasa or hatha flows where, you know, you're moving and, uh, you know, yeah, really bringing into, uh, bringing more energy into your yoga flows. Uh, as you're getting more active, this can be a good time to actually go to a yoga class. Uh, if you can find uh, yoga classes in your local area or maybe following along with a yoga class online, uh, because often this is the time uh, in the moon cycle when we're open to trying new things. Uh, we may want to connect with other people, with like-minded people. Uh, so that's why classes can be beneficial because it allows us to, yeah, be inspired to connect with new people, uh, learn new poses, that sort of thing. We're more open to it. And it can also challenge us as well. I find that when I'm doing yoga at home and just doing my own thing, I'm just doing the poses that I'm comfortable with. Whereas if I go to a class, the teacher will often be teaching, you know, poses that I might not be so comfortable with. And so it's more challenging. Um, so yeah, as, as the moon is waxing, so coming from the first quarter phase into the waxing gibbous phase, it's a really good time for challenging yourself with your yoga practice. You may like to, uh, yeah, move into some inversions, maybe uh, like even trying some headstands or handstands um, or, you know, whatever it is that you're really wanting to challenge yourself with um, in your yoga practice. Like try some of those trickier poses uh, you know, you may even like to go to some tutorials for specific poses so that you can really master that pose. I remember uh, like when I was trying to learn how to do crow, the crow pose, it literally took me about two years and, you know, finally I just kind of, you know, found my balance and was able to get it. Uh, but like at the height there, when I was really working on mastering this crow pose, I was literally like going through tutorials from different teachers even. Um, like I was going through my own uh, yoga school where I was learning, where I was doing my yoga teacher training and going through their tutorials. And then I was on YouTube looking at other tutorials. Um, and yeah, finally something clicked. So that could be something for you to do uh, during that waxing gibbous phase. Like really push yourself to try new poses, to try those challenging asanas that, you know, you really want to master. So when it's the full moon, this is a really good time for maybe you can go either two ways. You can go with those faster paced flows or you may want to start to slow down trying some yin poses. Um, I find that full moons can be really good for yin because yin yoga allows us to release, to deeply release. And so, you know, if you follow along with moon manifesting, then you'll know that I often talk about the full moon being the perfect time for releasing, for letting go. And we store emotions and energy in our body, which is why yin yoga, when you're holding those poses for two minutes or longer, it allows you to really release those emotions and that energy that's stored in your muscles, in your joints, wherever it may be stored in your body. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's my preference for the full moon. I do love a bit of yin yoga under the full moon. Um, but go with what you feel. If you're really feeling high vibe and energetic and maybe you want to burn off some energy, then you know do like an hour-long vinyasa flow or something like that where you're really going to burn off that energy <laughs> um, because that's always good. That's, that always feels good as well. So as the moon then begins to wane, we move into the waning gibbous. This I find is one of the best times uh, of the moon cycle to work on opening up the heart chakra. Um, there's of course different times throughout the moon cycle where you can focus on other chakras as well. But I find that the waning gibbous is particularly helpful for the heart chakra. It allows you to forgive. It allows you to release uh, those emotions that are in the heart um, and really drop into that heart space. So this could also be a good time where you're slowing down your flow. Maybe, uh, you know, you're starting off with like a vinyasa or a hatha flow and then you may end up uh, with some yin poses towards the end of your practice as you slow down. Uh, like I, I, I really love that uh, when, you know, you, you start off and you're like really active and then as you get towards the end of your flow, you just get to slow down and unwind. It's, I love that. <laughs> I really do. I love yin poses, like, you know, whether it's vin yin or just restorative yin or whatever it might be, I love it. So then as we get down to the last quarter moon, that energy is really starting to drop off and we're starting to, uh, you know, go more inwards uh, and really slow down with our own energy. So slower flows, really working with the breath can be really helpful when it's the last quarter moon, uh, working on those vinyan flows that I just talked about as well. And then as we're coming down to that last, uh, the last phase, which is the waning crescent moon, this is when you really just want to slow right down, do restorative yin. Restorative yin is when we're often holding those poses for, uh, you know, quite some time. Uh, you know, it could be five minutes or even longer. And so you really want to make yourself comfortable. You want to bring props into your practice, get some bolsters, some blocks, some cushions, even some blankets, whatever is going to make you feel comfortable as you're relaxing there in those poses. This can be really, really healing uh, and it can be like a really good time to maybe bring in some crystals or essential oils into your yoga practice to assist with that healing energy. There may be certain chakras that you want to work on, such as your sacral chakra or your heart chakra or your throat chakra. You can absolutely like focus on those different chakras during your restorative yin, like find asanas that are going to work on opening and clearing blockages from those chakras. And maybe you could like, you know, balance a crystal on your chakra or whatever so that you can um, really tune into that healing energy as well. Um, and of course, you know, meditation is really good for the waning crescent moon as well, because it does allow you to, you know, slow down, find that stillness before the moon cycle begins again. So I hope that that overview of aligning your yoga practice with the moon cycle was really helpful. Um, there's yeah, so many different ways that you can align your yoga flow with the moon cycle. I always like before, well, maybe not even before, but as I'm standing on my mat and beginning my yoga practice, I'll often check in with the moon phase and think, okay, how can I incorporate that into my yoga flow for today? 
um, and I, I really love that because it helps me feel like I'm in sync with the universe, like I'm in sync with all those cosmic energies and I'm like really bringing that down into my body through my movement practice uh, and like really embodying that energy. So yeah, I hope that inspires you too. If you do want to come practice yoga with me, if you'd love to explore uh, more of this lunar yoga uh, wisdom, I do invite you to join me in Flow with the Moon. Uh, it's an ongoing uh, program where you're going to be receiving new flows constantly from me, um, as well as having access to all my existing lunar flows. Uh, I think at the moment there's like almost one for every day of the month. Like there is a lot already in the library waiting for you inside flow with the moon, um, as well as meditations. It's, uh, it's, it's just beautiful. I, <laughs> I, wo I've woven like a lot of like crystals and essential oils and things into the program as well. So I'm sure that you will love it. If you're here listening to my podcast, I know that you're going to love flow of the moon as well. So yeah, jump into that in the show notes, go check that out. And hopefully I'll see you on the mat. So Thank you so much for tuning in to the Moon Manifesting podcast today. I look forward to chatting to you all again real soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Moon Manifesting podcast. If you're wanting more moon magic, check out my book, Moon Manifesting. Download your free Moon Manifesting calendar or connect with me on social media. You can do all of that at kyrahoweth.com.au. Stay magical, stay manifesting, and stay tuned. I'll speak with you in the next episode.